Welcome back to another episode of the My 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 Multifaceted Show. TNM Tanisha here, that holistic hottie, the holistic hottie, the holistic hotties in somebody's mummy. Normally, I would open up the episode with our song. Julia is sleeping next to me. We're like chilling on the couch. So if you hear any noise, know that that's the noise. Um, I'm not going to open up with a song today. Although our theme song ain't going nowhere. Don't play with me. No. <laughs> I'm glad that the show is back. I have written my first full book, like my first full book of work, and to complete a book project in the way that I did, I didn't know what it took because I had never done it, although it was my dream, my inner child was screaming. She was over the moon. She is over the moon. go back and forth and debate about is the frequency of the episodes in the show and I feel like a lot of it had to do with my mindset around what I was capable of producing as a mother, as a mompreneur, as a woman that is building up other things and other spaces and I felt pressure that I put on myself um, from taking a break from so much of life and doing some of the things that I know that I love to complete my book. And it was scary. <laughs> it was scary in every way because I thought that, okay, hey, I'm completing a full book. This is the book. This is the project. I'm going to go in. I'm going to finish writing this book and then I'm going to be done with it, submit it and all this stuff, right? And all will be well when in reality, (laughs) I wrote this book and instantly changed. Like, I am not the same woman that I was when I began writing that book. Um, And that in itself was kind of intimidating for me. That was just like, holy crap, did I just transform in front of my eyes? And as I did it, I also had to... Not even had to, but I got the opportunity to process my emotions in real time and remember what I love, what I like, who I am. I know for a fact that some readers support the show. So first of all, thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you for reading my books that I do have out. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for purchasing. Thank you for showing up in those ways. And I also feel like coming out of writing from morning to patients, um, <laughs> I really realize what I'm capable of. And to me... I had to I had to get I had to forgive myself. So some of what I will be sharing is how I met myself, where I was throughout this journey and understanding that completing this project of work like Oh, not only did it help me grow, not only was it a transformative experience and all the things, it was also emotionally draining at some points because quite literally as as the the artist, the author, the creator, I am spilling my guts, right? Like, I feel like that's the easy and understandable way to put it. I'm spilling my guts. I'm sharing myself. And I'm I'm confronting myself on the page. And then I get to be brave enough to say, I'm going to put this out into the world because I know that there are people who can relate to this. (laughs) Because I know that there are people that need to hear this. People that also have felt this. People that deserve to know that they're not alone. And the journey from me being in mourning and going through these heavy, heavy ways of grief to becoming patient and (laughs) understanding and recognizing humanity, um, even within the people who hurt me, was an undeniably crazy process. The level of accountability that comes with this, came with this, is crazy. Um, I am going to read some of the beginning and do expect that we are talking self-love, self-care, having a lot more difficult conversations in different ways, because I feel like on the multifaceted show, we know that this is a safe space for moms um, to chat business and motherhood. And I really want to stress the fact that we should also be, you know, speaking about womanhood and just genuinely highlighting our journeys like really really being open honest and vulnerable about it um 
period because yeah um i have three journals that are going to be published soon after they go get from under review they will be published and available for purchase so i will let you guys know when everything gets approved and passed along but i literally wrote those journals because of this book and the journal is not to say you know the journals are workbooks that go with this book i actually want this to be you know something like that um give me a few months y'all i gotta <laughs> i gotta collect myself but I wrote the journals because as you you move through a big project, right, in a project where you are vulnerable and you are open and you are honest in all the things you also <laughs> you also need to take care and quite literally I had to focus in like the book was my one thing it was my one thing and I was scared because I'm like can I can I afford to make this my one thing and when I say afford to I mean that in so many different ways like can can I complete this can I do this and then also inside of myself it's literally been my dream to have a a longer book, right? A longer hardcover book. And I love the rest of the Morning Soul series. I love all the ebooks I've put out there. I love my recipe books. Like I I genuinely love all of my content that I have ever created. They all represent a stage that I was in in life period but this book writing this book was the most transformative experience that I've ever experienced through writing and that is how three journals came out of it because I had to journal like keeping my sanity doing the basics making sure you know <laughs> everything that has to be taken care of is taken care of because I'm also a mom like you know just focusing in and honing in in that way that was challenging I, I, I must say it was a very big challenge for me um so I'm really proud of myself for doing it going through it, committing to it, and not being so fearful or afraid that I decided to say, like, F this, I'm going to stop the book here, even if it don't sound right, even if it don't feel right. I just can't sit through this, and I can't sit with myself. This book required me to sit with myself a lot. So, who y'all on the multifaceted show? It's it's getting even realer than it has been. And I just feel like this is the year where the show 
gets to go to the next level too. And I like I know it. I feel it in my bones. So I, I felt bad, like dang, I I I miss my show. Like it's also the like getting back into the groove of things when the book is finished. Now I've come out a completely different person and I already right, was like growing. So you come out with a completely different person. You've addressed so much of your crap, your trauma, your pain, your mistakes, your wrongs, your everything, um, and held yourself accountable. And now it's like, dang, okay. (laughs) So now I gotta, you know, get back into the groove of things. But what does that look like? Because I'm not the same person. So I can't do the same things in the same ways. I've learned a lot about myself that I didn't realize. Me having a show means so much because I get to create a platform for mothers to come and be. Like, I'm grateful for every guest that we have had on the show because I've also been able to cultivate healthy bonds with women who align with me on different levels in different ways, whether they be, you know, like an expert in whatever, right? (laughs) Or they are here to tell a story like, your your story means so much period it means so much period so like writing from morning to patience for me I was snatching my own edges okay like the accountability is crazy and um it's also helped me genuinely be deeply receptive to certain kinds of feedback so let's get into it let me read you a piece i'm gonna read you the very beginning because i need you to know when i said it i'm like it gets crazy book is titled from morning to patience it is the last book in the morning soul series It will come out July 26, 2022. Let's get into it. Inner peace after grief. Finally seeing me after the pain, the smoke and fog that came with the rain. Purifying, cleansing, confusing. Avoidant boundaries, bad habits, embracing, literally clinging onto the limiting beliefs that were embedded inside of me. Subconscious. While consciously knowing certain spaces, people, and things that weren't meant for me, avoiding the grief, tired of mourning, unfolding, misconstrued belief that I was over it and over you when in reality I was simply exhausted tired of hurting missing feeling like he was who I needed by my side to show up completely like he was the missing piece like I was lacking because he decided to leave I am complete I am completely me mother 
avoiding everything I knew was right for me, everything that helped me grow three years, three books, one soul connected, spiritually and physically tied. I couldn't hide from this pain. It was deeply embedded inside. I carried it in my womb along with our child. Our love is deeply better than her genetic makeup that is her cells and tissue. Time of love, born in light, the power to change the world lies within her. The power to make every wrong right from mourning to patience look like journeying alongside grace, obtaining lessons that change my perspective, bring light, bring my wrongs to the light. So that's like a piece. Um I decided to go with like a random piece of what this book is. I'm gonna go with another piece and um explain it. It also is such a cool feeling to see two notebooks full of my writing that I know is for one project. Like, it's dope. And then, oh my gosh, y'all, I got back into voice memos and using voice memos as a tool for journaling and a guide. Um, It's been pretty cool. (laughs) So again, picking another random part of the book, I did want to sort of go in order and... I threw that idea away. Um, The book is pretty complex for me, like, as the author, not for you as the reader. It just, um, it has sections where I talk about specific situations in my life. And this section is called Worst Nightmare, Single Mom. Uh... And I think that that's a bold, (laughs) a very bold name for this section because I am such a happy mother and I'm a happy single mother and all the things, right? Um, Period. Like, (laughs) I love motherhood, but becoming a single mother as a child, becoming a single mother was my worst nightmare. That's one of the things I feared the most. I'm not going to lie. Not growing up with my parents completely active in my life and having multiple (laughs) parents and multiple caretakers and all the things like of course, shaped and molded my life, and I'm grateful for it, and still, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to be a single mom, I didn't know the definition of motherhood through my mother, I didn't get to experience that, so I thought as a child that a single mom off-rip you were less than 
you were less capable. The general fact that it is more challenging, yes, but I thought that it was supposed to be so challenging that you couldn't climb whatever ladder was meant for you. Um, or it would take you forever to. So that's why this chapter is called Worst Nightmare uh, section. I don't refer to the missed chapters, but this section is called Worst Nightmare Single Mom because it was my worst nightmare until I became one. <laughs> yeah, until I became one. My own personal hell used to be single motherhood. Because of preconceived notions, life experiences that I'd seen, things I'd been told, and more specifically, one word that stuck with me. I'd be pregnant by 16, struggling with dreams I'd never get to see come to fruition. Mother wounds. What I tried my very best to avoid, I became. Cue dramatic music. <laughs> it's true. I kept my virginity to me. I didn't want to share that experience with just anybody. It ended up being my daughter's father. He was different, gentle, and I knew at a young age, not in a puppy love kind of way, that I wanted to do life with him. That was who I wanted to spend my life with. Never for a moment, not a glimpse, did I think he'd leave. Whole and healing. Especially not after years of being with me and while I carried his baby. Visions of so leaving me turn reality a gift that felt like a curse to me. I didn't want to consciously believe what I knew would be. Mother wounds lie beneath my reasoning. The examples that were and weren't set, words said, pain calls, soul depth, trauma, abuse and neglect, wishing that I could experience a mom that loved me deeply, insecurity, breathed into my forming in the womb. I'll never know the whole story. Morning glory, single motherhood used to used as an excuse for abuse, lack, and shitty mindset. Footprints in the sand, caring for a child that I didn't birth. No way I'll ever leave her. She was like my first, singing her to sleep because no one was there with me, us, sister carrying her no matter what misplaced anger boiling into my bones in my head I heard by all costs avoid becoming a single mom digging into my trauma by way of pen 
No shovel needed. Layers peeling back, getting to the core of me. You know, like an onion. Flashbacks of some of my worst memories that made me believe single motherhood had to be the reason, but it was the mask. An excuse used to inflict pain and blame that left me to believe motherhood could only be happy when you're not a single mom. Then I became one and I learned to accept it truly wasn't motherhood. It was just her. So that was crazy um, to read aloud, but to break that part of that section down, um, <laughs> I raised my sister for a great majority of her life, and, um, it literally was just us, and I'm so grateful that we had my aunt, uncle, uncles, and still at the end of the day, at the end of the night, it was just us, you know, um, we moved through so much together, and there's so much that only me and her experienced, only me and her were exposed to and went through, and we both always say, like, you know, no one else knows what we do, and, um, it's reality, so I didn't get a, like, childhood, a carefree childhood where I was able to just be a child, because me and my sister are five years apart so it's not like <laughs> there's this huge distance between us where I was a little older and it wasn't as taxing to my childhood for me to show up um no I was five and my grandmother died that was the year that um I lost my grandmother. My family lost her in the physical state, obviously. Um, she's my love. She's my ancestor. She lives inside of me. I carry her name. I carry her in my bones, in my DNA. And I feel her. I talk to her. I hear from her. I know she's here, but physically when I was five she was gone and I was lost and I was confused and I could only imagine the things that my mother was also going through and still I I said something recently and I stand by it you don't have to leave your children behind to work on yourself Period. You don't have to leave your children behind to work on yourself, but I I was left behind in a lot of ways and a lot of moments and um 
so is my sister. And then my sister was young enough, though. Like, my sister was young enough for her to experience a childhood and cultivate a healthier bond with my mom. And I remember we were young and my sister used to freak out about being with my mother and she would internalize my trauma and my pain and say, you know, like, oh no, I feel this about her, I feel that. And I nudged her then to feel her true feelings. Like, don't let my story define yours. You get the chance to be with her, to do all the things, and it may be hard, but you get to do it. So I want that for you. And also the the knowing, right, that I was a kid and I couldn't do some of the things that my mother could. So I needed her to understand that I wasn't leaving her, but I did need her to really just give it a chance, even if I didn't have the chance. My time would either come or it wouldn't. But even if it didn't, her time was there. It was right there. So, as much as she would miss me and want me to be around and physically show up and all the things I needed her to allow our mother in and allow her to mother her and there was a lot of like push and pull and me still like defending my sister or whatever um It was a crazy time, but that was the reason why I was convinced that it was because my mom was a single mom that I experienced so much trauma, so much pain, so much abuse, so much neglect, so much disrespect. I charged it to the fact that she was a single mom when in reality she was just struggling mentally you know and recognizing the humanity in her and in that is is major it's major because even as a single mom now like It's kind of like, okay, I see that you were hurting and quite literally hurt people, hurt people, healed people, 
don't ever intentionally. I'm going to add the intentionally piece because at the end of the day, we're all human. We are flawed and we get to be, there's going to be something harmful to someone else that didn't seem hurtful to us or a moment where we're not seeing someone else's perspective. But uh, this is a beautiful body of work. This is dope. It's amazing. So that's my share. <laughs> I'll see you back on the my 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 faceted show. And we're gonna have some really cool special guests and some conversations that started as questions sparked from writing from morning to patients honestly spark from that <laughs> all right love you later